Are we starting from the beginning? Yes, let's start it. Yes. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Mommy and Chrissy Random Conversations, because they're random. So I just said to Kristen, you know what I spent my time doing last night? Because I'm sick, obviously. Looking at crime scene photos. Shit. Creepy as shit. But so, Love it. I don't know. Fascinating. There was one thing that some, was it Karen? I don't know. But she said, like, I don't know. It just, you don't get the same feel as you do. Did you, actually, that just reminded me. Have you ever looked up that news feed video of the guy who blows up and it was on news? Like, he actually blew up and it was, like, this whole fuckery of, like, plot twist? What was it <laughs> no. called? The pipe bomb murder? Or the So, basically, this guy... Gets a, he's a pizza delivery guy. He gets a call, and he was supposed to be off work. He goes to fucking this random field or whatever. Then they find him walking into a bank with a shirt that says "Guess" on it. And I'm confused after all the podcasts if it's like a guest shirt from like the guest shop. The guest shop. Because I heard it was that, but then I also heard that it was literally just a shirt that said "Guess." And then he had like the bomb underneath him, and he like walks up to the lady, says, "I have a bomb. Whatever you need to give me money." He takes. However much money, and on his way out, he grabs a lollipop, which is just fucking weird. What? Like, why would you grab a lollipop? Mm. Yellow sucker! Like, Woo! So you're like, okay. So then I guess he fucks off and, like, goes, and then they finally, I don't remember what happened, but somehow they picked him up at some point in, like, the middle of the field, and he's, like, explaining this bomb, and he, he said something about it not being actually real, but then they weren't sure, and when they called the bomb squad... The newscast somehow got there first between the time of the bomb squad, and everyone really wasn't sure. So this guy's sitting by himself, like, with the, on in his seat, and then you just hear him, like, kind of make this weird, like, noise, and he looks down at his chest and starts to, like, kind of move away, trying to get away from this thing. And, like, literally the newscast has this video of this guy just blowing up. Like, just fucking... Like, Crazy. Yeah. So then it turns out that it was because this friggin' chick, who also had murdered, like, two other fucking ex-boyfriends... Had, like, said to some guy, oh, I have a body of this, my ex-boyfriend, and I need to put it in your freezer or something. So he ratted her out. Turns out that she was a part of the plan. They had conned the guy and made him think that it was a fake bomb, but really he was a ploy the whole time. Oh, my God. So when he was sitting there, he really didn't think it was, like, real, but then uh, it was all fuckery. So, like, yeah, this whole thing, but, like, you can look it up on the fucking internet and see this guy just blowing up. Crazy. There's so many, because I'm sick. Like, Mm -hmm. I am... Honest to God, a sick individual. There's, so, I've spent so many hours online looking at that fucked up shit. Um, when you type in like death on live TV, oh my God. Oh, no, seriously, you see, you're the like, person that would never I'm actually have seen psycho. fucking Luca McNaughta and like his fucking crazy video, and you would have been the one that's like, um, I'm randomly on Rotten.com for yeah. not the actual <laughs> reason. That's like everybody thinks I'm fucked up. No, I just I'm weird, but like there's yeah, this guy, this is, and I think this video looks a little yeah, bit real. He's he's killing a kitten, and it's not okay. Oh and now he's rolling around in his. Some bucket of blood. It's no. Terrifying. So it, it is terrifying. So if you look up, um, like, death on live TV, yeah. there's this politician from the 70s, <gasps> and he was accused of, like, ripping off whatever government he was working for, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he calls a press conference. Somebody, like, has a stroke randomly? No, no, no. Okay. No, no. That is on that one. That That's fucking was too. terrifying. I remember not that I've now I yep, I'm fucked up. <laughs> so well now you know where you get it. So no, he's he calls this press conference and he gathers like all the press together or whatever, and he's got this he's telling them that, you know, I'm stepping down from my position and this is you know, and this has been so hurtful to my family. And this and that and the other thing. And he starts handing out stuff from this manila envelope he has. This one is for you, Mr. So-and-so. This one is for you, Mr. So-and-so. Mr. So-and-so, can you make sure my wife gets this one? And then pulls out a handgun and blows his head off. And you can watch it. Oh, my God. Yeah. he's, He's going, everybody step back. I don't want anybody to get hurt and blows his head off. Guess what happened? After that, they still did the inquiry and he was innocent. He was, for whatever was fuckery, like stealing money or whatever, that so, they accused him of. Okay, but if he's innocent, then 
Why would he blow his brains out? Because obviously he had come to that point where he th- there's no way out of this. They are out to get me. Yes. And whether I'm innocent or not, I'm going they down. don't believe me. I'm going down. This and even if they do find me innocent, I'm still gonna have it, it on my has record. Yeah. so black marked my family and myself that it will we'll carry it forever. Christ. Yeah, shot himself Jesus right on the TV. Christ. And then there's the Christine uh, Chubrick. She's from the 70s. She was, there was a movie I just watched on it too. She was a newscaster. Kind of feel like Anchorman is based on, like, loosely based on her character. Yeah. All she wanted to do in the 70s was be a news anchor. But they kept sending her to do, literally, sending her to do field work, like cover a cat Halloween costume. (laughs) Like, ridiculous. Yeah. And she's like, I'm a real newscaster. Now, she suffered from depression. Mm Mm-hmm. And they had, her mom and her had moved from, I believe it was Boston to Florida. They had moved together because she had an episode of depression or whatever. And she just wanted to break into it. And every time she came with a piece or a story she wanted to do, because she was a woman in the 70s. Yeah. And you were basically the field person covering cat costumes. Yeah. Or you were the hot, sexy weather girl. Yes. And even that was pushing the envelope. You were never the anchor, yeah. the main anchor. So she had, she had started a story, I can't remember what it was about, about something, and she had gone to her boss with it. And he's like, well, there's not enough meat to it. We need to find more. I think it was um, actually the story, now that it's coming to me, she somebody had broken into an, one of the apartments around her, mm-hmm. and she wanted to start interviewing people that had been um, uh, victims of robbery, right? So there, she wanted to do that, and uh, he's like, "Well, that's fine. You're interviewing them, but there's no like. It's not really scary. It's not really yeah. Like they don't sound scary enough. So then what she does is she comes. She's Sitting at the news desk, whatever, she covers her story. And then she says, literally, and I think you can see the clip of it, but it's it's almost like somebody's videotaping the TV yeah, yeah. and there's no sound. Um, she says, in keeping with, you can read what she says, in keeping with whatever the station's name is, mm-hmm. with their um, Sorry, I'm constant pursuit. Constant pursuit of blood and gore. Yeah. Now, for the first time on live TV, you're going to witness it. And then shot herself in the head. And at first, like for 30 seconds, they thought it was a joke. Oh, my God. But then they realized that she falls on the floor and she shot herself on live TV. Six o'clock news. Jesus Christ. In Florida, you're watching six o'clock news and she blows her head off. Just like that. Oh, God. Terrifying. That's so terrifying. Terrifying. But imagine, again, with the mental health, it's like you're so... Fragile. Depressed and fragile. There was somebody she liked, and then she realized that uh, he was just trying to get her into the Church of Scientology. <laughs> like, you're not here to... You know, you're not asking me out on a date because you yeah. like me. You're trying to swindle me into something. Just terrifying. Terrifying. But uh, honestly, Kristen, I just spend hours. Anakin comes downstairs and he's like, looks over my shoulder and says, Mom, why are you looking at dead babies again? <laughs> <laughs> why are you looking at the poor dead babies? Why are you looking at dead babies again? Which, let's just clarify here, it's the 1800s post-mortem pictures. Which I fucking find so weird, but so like... That with Kristen, that was part of every Lovely. day. At the same time, right? Like you love them enough that you're like, I still want you. They in even take photo. the the postmortems of their dogs. I know, like have funeral for the family dog, right? And it was so death was so. I mean, that's why they call it a parlor room. Yes, back then because, because that's where, that's where if God forbid I was to die, Dan would move the furniture. And have my body lay in here for people to view. Like, that's what they did. And then the funeral parlor comes in and just like everything else, yeah. decides to just make gouge and make a killing. But those were, those pictures of the 1800s, 
They're the only pictures of that child. So if the yeah. child was 10, it's not like now we have, everybody has Brilliant. a phone, 4,000, too many pictures. Yeah. Then that's all they had. So sometimes they would gather the whole, they got, oh my God, you see, have you looked at them? Oh yeah. Like when the ones where there's a little girl with her dead brother and they're standing. Like the twins, like right. One twin is dead and the other one's alive. And And you can see on their face. They're like, I don't want to touch this body. It's stiff. Like, right. What would it smell like? Oh my god. Well, yeah. It's not like they. What could you've done? Really, some of them. Like two or fucking three or four days where they were like already laying there. Well, because they 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 had to wait for this guy to come in his horse-drawn carriage with his stuff. Oh, my God. I mean, there's one of a whole family, like three kids, the mom and dad, all laying in bed. And you can clearly see that their faces are decaying. Yes, like actually like falling off. Um, Actually, that reminds me, there was this thing that I read where it was like, oh, there's like this bait on, I don't remember where it is, but they have like witch windows, which was like windows that are like on to a side of like, say like, you know when like a house comes out like with the siding on the top of it, but it's like... Where a window wouldn't fit straight, so they right. put it sideways. Right. They, used, they were, like, trying to say that it was, like, witch windows is what they called them, because, like, witches can fly in. They can't fly in. A normal the window. Room. They'd have to fly in an angle. But really, then when I was, like, looking at the thing, they were explaining, and they said something about, um, it was actually probably for the fact of if someone died upstairs, it was hard to get the fucking person out through down the stairs or whatever, yeah. so they put the person in the coffin through that window. And then down the thing. And I was like... Probably. Fucking, that's the coolest thing ever, is that we created windows in fucking thought of, oh my god, this person's gonna die, and we won't be able to fucking move them. Get so them out. let's put the right? window on the That reminds me of What's Eating Gilbert Great. You remember that movie? Okay, no. I never had watched it. And oh my god, it great movie. Listen, I know. But then it wasn't until I kept fucking reading the thing where everyone was like, oh, he should get an Oscar, and he, it was this thing where someone said he... They they didn't know that Leonardo DiCaprio wasn't mentally challenged at all. Hundred percent after the fact, which I was yeah. like, I have to watch this movie now because I need to know how good he. And I have I, holy shit, he, I forget half the time that he's not. No, a hundred percent. Like holy mother god. He was amazing in that. Oh, yes. But remember when she died? Yes, and he's all like, "Yeah, how are they going to? Like, how are we going to do this? Like, that's insane." So they just burned it. Oh yeah. They burn the house, right? right? right. Like, it's it's insane. Right. And unfortunately, there are, it's, it's everywhere. Like, there are people... I mean, obviously, overweight is everywhere here. Well, yeah. I bought a freaking new bathing suit the other day mm-hmm. because Anakin hates my bikini because my nipples almost hang out. Oh True story. <laughs> Begs me to not ever wear it. You're a Sailor Moon one? No. No, he likes the Sailor Moon one because it covers everything. It's kind of a tube toppy type one. Anyway, and it's literally very close to my areola. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I buy this new bathing suit, and it's on sale. 1X, Kristen. 1X. That's Pennington's. Like, you, that's not normal. You have to go to the fat side of the store to buy that. Yeah. I am not a 1X. And so I get it up to the till, and I'm saying, can you believe this is 1X? And they're all like, oh, God, no, Janet, that would never fit you. That's way too big for you. It's a 1X. Oh, no, it fits me. It's bullshit. Bullshit. Okay, but women's sizes are fucked up anyway. Like well, that's said, what I'm saying. I went to Urban Planet the other day, and I held up a pair to Chris, and I was like, look at this. They're the ex- this one size is extra small. Chris? It was feather. It was fair weather. It was, like, fucking two weeks ago. Okay. It, like, a while ago. It was, like, last month. But, um... And we were just at the mall. I can't remember why. But fucking, I looked at these two legging or these two yoga pair of pants. I was like, look, they're both extra small, but why does this one have an extra fucking inch on it? I was like, that fucks with people. Because then yeah. you pull out this one first. I was like, but then, like, I know this one's not going to fit me, even though this one says that it's an extra small. So now I'm feeling like a piece of shit. Because what, I can't even fit into this extra small? Like, yeah. Which you can go either way, where it's like, what, I have to get a fucking size 11, even though I'm not size 11, but that's the way the stupid sizes are now. See, I love that you and I are on the opposite ends of the spectrum of our weight well i'm like that with a lot of people though and i tend to remind a lot of people about that i say it all the time because dan is very thin and i say it all the time anakin said something about being skinny the other day and i said to him anakin it is equally as rude to say to somebody 
men, you're skinny, yeah. as it is to say, men, you're fat. You would yeah. never say to somebody, man, are you ever fat? Right. Maybe you should go on a diet. But it's okay to say to a super thin person, man, are you ever skinny? You should eat McDonald's. Like, that's so rude. When you don't know how much they fucking try to eat. Or if they're so rude. Trying to put protein in or whatever they're doing. Like, like so rude. So rude. You would never say to somebody overweight. Never. A hundred years. And it is so rude. And I can see it on your face and I can see it on Dan's face when people allude to that. It's devastating. Yeah. It would be like somebody saying to me, Jesus, Janet, put the donut down and eat a salad. Right? And you're like, motherfucker, I could eat 12 fucking McDonald's meals in one day and it wouldn't do shit. Wouldn't do anything. No. So... How about you just shove it? <laughs> How about you shove it? <laughs> it just irks me so However, much. with that being said, it is completely okay for me to sit and judge everybody else because <laughs> I'm fucking perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I can sit and judge people. That's a, That was my favorite part of our trip to Florida me. was at the pool judging everybody in Bikinis that shouldn't be in bikinis, as I was in my bikini that almost showed my areola. <laughs> yeah. Love it. So I, I know somebody, there's no chance they'll ever listen to this podcast. I know somebody who's taken their grandson to Disneyland. Um, I guess they drove there and they just got there. Absolutely shameful people shameful taking pictures and posting it on facebook of their 20 something year old daughter laying on the floor in the bathroom after she just puked her face off for being drunk and then post it look at my daughter like this is okay Right. This wasn't this wasn't done at Disneyland. But when you're seeing pictures of of them out to dinner, all got beers. And I'm thinking this four year old. (laughs) You're all going to be hungover tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't understand. Anyways, that friggin' Madeline McCain. McCann. Who's that? What are you talking about? The little girl that went missing from the Mexico Mexico Resort, and there were seven adults. Seven, yeah, seven adults all together, so they called them Tapas Seven because they were at the restaurant. Oh, that, and they left her in the hotel <laughs> room her, like, sleeping? They left a bunch of the kids, and they were, like, taking turns checking on all the kids and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. And wasn't and it supposed all- to be they could see the hotel room from yes, the restaurant? The thing, it's not. It's, like, it's a quite a distance. I would say, say what it is, it would be a distance between where our hotel room was and, like, where we were sitting at the pool talking to Sarah. Where it's like, okay, yes, it's not that far of a distance, but it's still a fucking distance. Like, you shouldn't... And, like, they could see, like, the patio doors, but and they were leaving the patio door unlocked to begin with. So that they could go in and out, because you could, you'd have to go around. To get to the front of the thing, you'd yeah. literally have to go, like, out of the fucking resort, go around, and come in. So they were going around the other way to the back door. And then... The, the the two they said that the window was closed at one point and like then it wasn't closed or they weren't sure if it was closed and they changed the bars on the window after like the whole thing happened so you know that the bar whatever was on the window well was not the good. the fact of the matter is but I'm just pissed that they left the fucking kid I'm a know. shitty mom like I'm not the greatest parent God love me I wish I was like my sister Chris because she did it right I'm not not the greatest parent. But there are things that I would never do. It just seems I would never, weird to me. like, and like, never leave you at the trailer. And like, I wouldn't saying, leave you. We're not even talking about like eleven years. And even if they were older, that sketches me out more because they're more likely to fucking walk out somewhere or do something or like that little boy that walked out in the middle. And you know, it happens. Remember, walked out in the middle. He was at his grandma's and decided three o'clock in the morning. He was going to unlock yeah. the door. That's not the grandma's fault. No. Cause if they want to get out, they're getting out. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They'll put a chair over. Colton. Right. Colton terrifies me, especially with his climbing and shit. Like he climbs in and out of his crib and he has no fear. And that terrifies me more than yeah. anything because a kid that doesn't have fear about climbing shit is going to do something really fucking stupid 100%. one day and fuck his shit up because he's not even scared of it. And shit happens so quickly with little kids. Remember? I was literally explaining that story the other day. So when Anakin put the yes, bag over his head? two days ago. Like, you were just standing at his side. You, and you, Who was I saying that 
you went from his chair to your chair at the dining room table. No, not even. I was I'm cooking. Across with him, and I was talking to you, and my head was turned towards you, talking to you with your back to the the thing. Terrifying. And then I turned my head back to look at him, and that's when I realized the bag was suction cupped like a vacuum into his mouth, in, into his like, mouth, and his eyeballs, and his, eyeballs. And his yes. And like he was, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I was and like, couldn't scream. I never wanted. To that was the whole like thing. Him. Couldn't scream because it was vacuum sealed just by putting a freezer bag over his head. 30 seconds ago. 30 seconds. If he was downstairs, he would not he be would here never, today. Yeah, like, he, yeah. he would not have survived that. No. And then you and I, scratching the shit out of his neck, yeah, trying to pull it off, we could have just poked our finger in his mouth, make no, a hole. Terrifying. Terrifying. Like, terrifying. You can't leave a child alone. I remember at the trailer here, this trailer, there used to be, they're not there anymore, there used to be a woman, she had, say, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and an 18-month-old, mm-hmm. right? So I can remember being down at the beach. First of all, she left shitty diapers all over the beach. Disgusting. No. What is wrong with you? Yes. Stop it. No. Gross. Please. Fucking garbage can. Seriously. But she would, uh, she would constantly leave the six-year-old and the four-year-old at the beach alone because the 18-month-old was alone at the trailer sleeping. Oh, my God. At the beach. So I remember Dan saying, come on, Janet, we'll go fishing in the boat. And I'm like, I can't. And he's like, what do you mean you can't? And I point to the two kids, and he's like, but they're not yours. Like, where's the mom? I don't know. She's, I don't know. She's... She's gone to look after the 18-month-old she left alone at the trailer. I can't leave these kids. I don't know these kids. I haven't spoke to these kids. But I can't leave them alone here because if one of them drowns, I will have to live with that the rest of my life. Honestly. So you know what I did with the shitty diapers? They had a boat, right? You put them on their boat? And they had a boat up at their trailer with the cover over it, middle of August. Yeah. So they had left for the week. (laughs) And I saw the shitty diaper, shit, shit in it on the beach and I picked it up and I threw it in the boat and I did the snaps back up so next time they come up for a week they got a nice hot August nasty shitty diaper I think they they were kicked out for that because she just did it all the time it's fucking gross and so ignorant so ignorant but leave leave her children like constantly listen I am not the greatest of mother but that is one thing I never do you cannot leave your small children alone. Definitely. You can't. I'm I'm working midnights over Christmas. Anakin is like five. Yeah. He goes to make toast. He comes up. He says to me, "Mom, is it normal for the toaster to smoke <laughs> and have fire?" What? what? So what he did was, you know, you put the toast in and press the button down. He pushed the button down first and then put the toast in. Oh. So the toast caught fire. <laughs> Seriously. Aww. Like, you can't leave them alone. You, no, you can't. can't. I can't. You, like, he wasn't playing with matches. and. Although, did I ever tell you? He was trying to just be funny with that uh, Ziploc bag over his head. He's like, look at yeah. me. I'm weird. Did I tell you the story about when me and Olivia were babysitting him? So we, like, because it was me and Liv, and it was, like, 9 in the morning. So we bring him upstairs, and I remember we put the TV on for him, and me and Liv were laying in the bed, and we were li- sleeping. And I'm like, okay, buddy, just a couple more minutes and keep watching your show. I wake up, I look over, he's got Olivia's makeup brush, <laughs> he's got her makeup all over it, and her cup of water, and he's dipping it in the cup of water and painting the fucking windowsill with it. And I'm like, buddy, what are you doing? Mom's gonna then, kill me. Then I look, and there's just like a pack of matches that are soaked in the water. I'm like, oh my god, I'm never sleeping again. Right? Oh my god, just freaking out. Like, but you like, can't. But at the same time, I don't even know where those matches. Like, it wasn't like I left them laying there. And no, I no, saw no. Them and, like, no, no, no. I was like, I don't even know where the fuck you even found 100%. them. One hundred percent, which is even more terrifying. How did you find this? Right. Shit? What and what about the story about David when David was two? My nephew, your cousin. I don't know. So um, when I was seventeen, Aunt Kathy and Bernie and David moved in with us for a little bit because they moved here from Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. So they moved in for I don't know three or four months till they got an apartment, whatever. So they were in Uncle Warren's room. Uncle Warren was already married and out of the house. Um, and I had my own room. And I never hid, like, my purse or whatever. Yeah. But he's only two. And Kathy, 
which I don't even want to discuss why she had an electric leg shaver. I don't even want to discuss why she was shaving her legs in my bedroom. That's what she said? She left it plugged in in my bedroom. What the fuck? Like, why are you shaving it in my room? You have a room and there's a bathroom. Why are you putting your nasty leg hairs (laughs) on my bed? But that's another story. So I come in I come in the room and David is an inch away from shaving my cat. Oh my god. He's two. I'm like, oh my god, David! Oh my god. Yeah. And I start freaking out because why is he in why is he in my room with a friggin' shaver? Yeah. Why is he in my room? He's two. Oh my god. How old were you at this point? Seventeen? Oh I mean I had cigarettes and lighters right. and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my room. And why is your leg shaver in my room? Oh, yeah. So, at Uncle Warren's wedding to Joyce, they were talking about it. And David says, uh, he was shaving Nanny's pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? But you can't leave them alone. Like, you can't. He's only two. Yeah. But again, we'll discuss the fact that why is my sister shaving her legs in my bedroom? That's fucking weird. It's just gross. Please don't. If you're going to shave your legs, do it in your own room. Why are you doing it in a room with water and shit? Well, because it was an electric shaver. I don't care. But do it over the toilet or something. Like, seriously, stand in the bathtub so you can rinse it out. No, left it plugged in in my bedroom and David was just about to shave the cat ridiculous but you can't leave children alone you can't that's why i was having a meltdown today because bella and i was like i can't handle this and then every time we'd go downstairs because we just wanted to go downstairs and then he'd chill downstairs and then bella would start barking because she'd hear me and i'd be like let's go back upstairs and then <laughs> no and then oh my god i was just like this is too much like but it's like you can't even like i went i went to go he went into his room and he crawled into his crib himself. And I was like, okay, let me go get your bubba, which was downstairs. So I run downstairs. By the time I was coming up the stairs, all I heard was a bang. And I was like, that was a louder bang than normal. I see him come around the corner and he's got this big red mark on his face. I'm like, Jesus. what do you do? Okay, how old is he now? He'll be two in September. And see, so honestly, at this point, she would do better is she just took him out of the crib and put him in a big boy bed. He does have the, a like, big boy bed, though, so he'll sleep in it sometimes. Get the crib out of there, because they're lower to the ground, right? Yeah, but, like... And you can get your head stuck in those, like, I know that they're supposed to be closer together. Oh, no, he would never be able to get his big head stuck. Yeah, but, you, no, I mean, he could, if he's laying in bed booting on one of those things, well, he could yeah. loosen one. Like, you, she actually again, just a crib, though. We she, don't know. She just got a new crib. But like if he's jumping out of it, he needs to not be in a crib. That's what I'm saying. I, I was getting mad at him today where I was standing in front of him and he was climbing out. I, was not, I kept pushing him back down and I was like, no, I'm standing in front of you. If you want out, you can lift your arms up to me and I will lift you. You're not climbing out of it in front of me. Yeah. That's not happening. And then he was getting all mad and freaking stomping his feet at me. I'm like, go ahead. And then finally he stopped, looked at me, put his arms up. I'm like, there you go. And I like lifted him out. I was like, no, I'm not having you climb out of the crib in front yeah. of me. That's not you know what else are super, super dangerous? Insanely dangerous. Are the uh, cords like this. To okay, the- so that's a funny thing you say that. She's got those blinds that are the ones that all go down. Mini blinds, yep. Oh, no, no the like Venetian the- blinds. Yes. And he has pulled down every single one of them, and except for three, and then he pulled one down today, and I come, I'm like, how did you, oh my god, and I literally look around. I think they're only clipped on. I'm like, where am I going to fucking put this? So I look around, I look at the top of the TV stand, and there's the rest of them, I'm like, I knew it, so I like shove the rest of them, and then I look over the cord, and I'm like, why is this hanging down, and he's just playing with it. So I picked it up and like hung it and like shoved it on top of it. No, literally, hundreds of babies in North America a year, hundreds of children, die by hanging. And it's like the bag thing. They can't scream for help. No, yeah. There was, again, a thing on Facebook was a lady. Being quiet, you know, something's fucked up. You know what's terrifying to me with children, too? Terrifying. And he was choked today, too. Oh, my God. And I was like... (gasps) Oh my god. Like, when you were two and you ate the pill top in Aunt Caroline's house and oh my god, you stuck the top of a pill bottle. Oh my god. Because Caitlin was like six and you're yeah. only two, right? So six year olds aren't gonna stick that I don't know, it was a lid to a 
like pill bottle size. We put it in your mouth and it was stuck there. And I just shoved my fingers down your throat and pull it out. Thank God I'm a calm person. But you know what terrifies me? Terrifies me. And I remember the first time I heard about it was Oprah Winfrey. So this lady, um, she, they're from New York, I think. Like, like the ghetto in New York. Mm -hmm. And she had taken her son, who was eight, for the first time swimming at a public swimming pool. Right? So, and he doesn't know how to swim because he's never been. Yeah. So he's just flittering around in the, and he's like eight, flittering around in the, um, shallow end, end, not like swimming or whatever. So he swallows water like everybody does, right? So after a few minutes, he's like, I'm tired and I just, I want to go. And he starts, they start walking home and he pees his pants. He's eight. So that's totally unusual. And he's super tired. She, they get home and he goes for a nap and she can't wake him up because he dry drowned. Oh my god! Terrifying. So when he swallowed the water, he didn't swallow it. He inhaled yeah. it, and the longer it sat there, he literally drowned four or five hours after. And that happens all, all the time. time. Yeah. Terrifying. And like, it's one of those things. Terrifying. Where like, you can peg it out where it's like, yeah, the kid was tired and stuff. But at the same time, he's out in the sun. He's how, in the swimming pool. How can you know when, what times they inhale it and what times they don't? Like, how do you know when to call it? At, like, right. Right, and unusual that he peed his pants, but we're walking home. Yeah. Maybe, you know, he, just he didn't go in the pool and he was holding yeah. it. Like, so many things. Absolutely terrifying to me. Or it was even, like, the one post I saw where the girl was like, I put my little baby down to nap, and I go back up, and it took me 25 minutes to wake her up because she literally got heat stroke, and it wasn't even <gasps> That fucking... little girl that was yes. on Facebook. And she's all sweaty and shit, and it's yeah. like, no, she didn't... It's like, that's not even a bad parent or anything. That was just, like... She just was in a hot room that happened to be hot, like, and which is funny because my room's like that, right? My room feels like a dead zone. Yeah. So it's like versus to Nicole's. Nicole's actually feels like it has airflow in it where mine doesn't. Yeah. So I can imagine that maybe some rooms just get fucking hot Well, well let's think about the trailer, right? Yeah. And the sun's beating down on yeah. the kid's window. And remember at your dad's house, remember I had a candle on the fireplace and it melted. From the sun beating oh, in. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, like it totally melted. <laughs> like a limp dick. <laughs> we laughed forever about it. I left it there because it was funny to me. <laughs> but that, it happens. Like things are, so many things are terrifying, which goes back to the postmortem pictures. Like, yeah. like you read, of course, because again, I'm creepy as shit. So we, I took, um, I took Angie and Lacey came up to see me when I was at the trailer and there's that old graveyard. Yeah. Right. So I took them to see it and we were reading, which I didn't realize the last time on the little uh, three years, six months and two days old, um, gravestone. Mm -hmm. She died in 1896. I didn't realize till I'd looked at it with Angie, October 31st, 1896, she died. Oh shit. Right. Halloween. Creepy. Creepy. Anyway, um, so we were trying to see if we could find like her obituary. Yeah. Chances are not. 1896. Yeah. I'm sure absolutely didn't have the greatest of newspapers, yeah. right? So, but as I'm reading it, which I've done before, they're so graphic. The obituaries <laughs> from the 1896. We were like. They passed away suddenly. Yeah. Like, they passed away from an exploding head fucking wound. Oh, no. They're totally. There's, you know, this one. Um, we're sad to announce that, you know, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so's uh, child of four was scalded to death <laughs> yesterday at their gra- while being babysat at their grandmother's. And you're thinking, what the, what the fuck? How did they get scalded to death? But you're not thinking. They didn't have a tub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So grandma's probably boiling the, boiling the water. The water. Yeah, it's grandma. She doesn't think it's too fucking hot. Right? <laughs> Like, you don't, or, you know, sometimes, like, you you know, sometimes you get in the bath, and yeah. this end of the tub is no, coolish, yeah. and the other end is hot, scalding hot. I almost scalded Anakin the other day. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember when I fucking was so pissed, I scalded myself because I got a bath bomb, and I've never used bath bomb, so I fucking <laughs> fill up the tub, put the bath bomb in, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is so hot, but I can't let it drain because I'll ruin my bath bomb. So I was crying in the bath trying to fucking lay down, getting pissed <laughs> off. 
because I'm like, I just wanted to fuck. This is Murphy. This is me. This is my little girl. Do you remember um, when Dan and I went to Niagara Falls that time, mm-hmm. just for three days? And uh, so we get a room, and it's obviously got a hot tub. Mm-hmm. Um, it's middle of winter, middle of the ice storm. Yes, total ice storm. So of course we have the heat on in the room. It's broken, mm-hmm. so we can't turn the heat down. And then I make us this hot tub, and it's me, and I like it yeah. hot. Oh my God, Kristen, I cooked us. <laughs> like seriously, we were like carrots and soup. Oh like the two of us had to get out. Dan was sweating sitting yeah. in this That's ho- how I, yeah. He was sweating. We get out, the two of us are bright red and can't move because we're both feeling oh sick. God. And we got the heat cranked yeah. in there and can't turn it down. Oh we had the balcony door open. Literally, I cooked us in this. How sexy is that? And as a matter of fact, that picture on Facebook that everybody was like, oh, it's sex, a yeah. sexy picture, whatever, where we're kissing. Yeah. That's when we just crawled out of the hot tub or the bathtub. Yeah. I can assure you <laughs> that we were, we we're probably saying our goodbyes because I literally boiled us in this hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Well, that, I remember when I was younger and you used to tell me that I could give myself third degree burns by fucking put it too hot. Oh my God. I'm such a horrible parent. Okay. But no, but you say those things and then every time I put their bath on... I thought about it before right. I made it too hot. And then poor Erica, how many times I told her to make sure she washed her turkey, her vag, make sure you wash it good or you'll never be able to have babies when you grow up. So now that she's in her third, almost 30, she says, do you know how many yeast infections you've caused me from scrubbing too hard? Oh, oh my God, God. I'm such a horrible person. I'm sorry, but that... Hygiene from the waist down. It's important. Oh, my God. Okay, Please. But like Nasty. Just scrub it. Oh, my God. Remember tween? <laughs> when it to go between your toes. When you have to wash between your toes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Tween, 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 tween each toe. <laughs> and you would giggle like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. I do kind of remember that. Well, I am kind of cute. I don't know. I, I remember... Well, I don't remember it, but it's only because of my video of me getting excited to go for a bath and then going up the stairs. That one, and pinching your bum. And you were pinching my bum, and I was so excited yeah. to get into the bath. Well, that was... Nanny used to do that to me. That's how she got me to go upstairs. Loved having a bath, though. Um, yeah. Talking about those um, obituaries, there was another one, and it's talking about this lady who's... Well, to them. She's 19. Um, you know... Irma, whatever, Simpson of Newcastle, um, who who has fallen into disrepute since the death of her husband a year ago. Um, So she was, it was talking about, like it kept saying disrepute. So in other words, not a nice lady anymore. 1896, right? Yeah. So she was at, uh, now, he, and here's, Dan and I were having this conversation. So she was at a bar, and her child that she had with her husband who passed away, didn't say how he passed away, mm-hmm. but he passed away a year before. Her child was with her mother, and she was at a bar, and was getting drunk, and on her way home, stopped to buy strychnine. What is that? Poison. Oh, Okay. At 11 o'clock at night, she was last seen stopping to buy strychnine. What? It's 1896. Who are you buying strychnine from at 11 o'clock yeah. at night? It, like, weird, right? Yeah. So that was the last time she was seen. So she, she committed suicide with this poison oh um, and left a note for somebody. They couldn't figure out who it was for, but I hope you're happy now sort of thing. Yeah. But see what I mean? They're so graphic. Like, this is the obituary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, this, telling yeah, you everything about it. Right? Totally telling you everything page. about it. You know, uh, just, they're so graphic. But then Dan was saying, well, that's because, like, that's all they had. They didn't have the internet where you well, could yeah. text Kristen and say what happened to this one. Well, that guy that was at the thing and, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You yeah. never know about it. So, yeah, they're just so graphic. So graphic. And so different. Like, even... um Nanny's sister, Aunt Sheila, mm-hmm. her, she had six children. 
Her youngest one was three months old. Her husband and his buddy were going hunting at, at this cabin they had in the woods. So he went up the night before yeah. by himself and his buddy was coming up. And in the middle of the night, the cabin burned down. Yeah. So when Buddy got there, because oh, it was out in the middle so of nowhere, sad. he it was burned to the ground, and um, Aunt Sheila was left alone with six children. They didn't oh, have welfare fuck. then. God damn it. They didn't have welfare yes. then. Like, what right? are you supposed to do? So, but what happens is, the difference between now and then, and you're talking 50s and 60s, the mm-hmm. difference between now and then, she was part of a church. Yeah. And the community came together and helped her. Yeah. And and Sheila's now ninety two. Although I don't like I'm gonna go on a little tangent here about the fucking GoFundMe pages. I fucking don't like no. how people can abuse them. Yeah. They're okay. So there's this one girl. Okay, so Olivia's boyfriend knows this girl who said that she she just got um Diagnosed with some uh, some sort of cancer. I want to say I was going to say cervical cancer, but that's another person. But she got diagnosed with like uh, breast cancer, I think. And she Olivia goes, she has already chopped off her hair before she started the chemo. That's what the first thing Olivia started with me about this. Olivia okay, before. well, just so you know, Antoine's wife Nicole, she did that too. Okay, no, fair enough, a hundred percent, I get that. But then. She, her friend posts and goes, she's in my wedding next month and we really want to raise money for her to get this, for her to get a wig. So, like, that's all cool and well. I'm yeah. Like, whatever. But then, like, we're talking about Olivia's boyfriend here, right? Who just bought a $250 cage. And, like, he was the first one to, put, like, kind of share it. So, Liv's like, okay, so this girl's already got $100 for this wig. $100 was just Duffy. Duffy just dropped the $100 into the GoFundMe as the first. Because now, by yesterday, two hours later, it was already at three hundred. Two hours late now, it's like today. She has twelve thousand dollars already for this wig. Twelve thousand dollars for a wig. Wig for a wig, not other. I was like, and and I was like, he set that up. You realize that, right? Him putting the hundred dollars in first made it so that everybody else didn't feel like they were comfortable enough putting this lower amount. Right. And like, it's just it's just when you come down to twelve thousand dollars for a wig. See, so what GoFundMe should do... Which is true, you can get a $12,000 wig, but, like, you're telling me that you couldn't go and buy a $400 wig, or, like, like, and I'm not talking... And what Olivia said is this person is not a hurting person where she's an Oshawa case. Kristen, like, I would go hard. to Pulse and pick out a wig for $25. And, like, you cut your hair off first. And, like, she had short hair to begin with, yeah. too, so it wasn't like she has this, like, long, yeah. beautiful hair that she was devastatingly... I'm not People trying to rip disgusting. on it. I just think that, like, certain things like that... You don't need a GoFundMe well, maybe, page for your wig. Right. Well, maybe the GoFundMe page should it have... It was her friend, too, that posted it, so, like, I know... Some kind of a topper on it. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So, something like raising money for suicide prevention. Yeah. So, that should be unlimited. But GoFundMe should maybe... Monitor the pages. Okay, so the most expensive wig she could get is $1,200. If her friends and family want to support her and go to the GoFundMe page, but GoFundMe, that actual company, makes money. I know. They make a percentage. So the more people give to the GoFundMe page... It also lines their pocket. That's, like, that's why I don't like it. And it just... I mean, I could have done a GoFundMe page for yours and I's trip to Harry Potter. I, I guarantee right. you, we, we would have got a couple of thousand dollars because yes. people are so generous. Exactly. And like, wanted to see want us to, have a good time. Why would you want to do that when you don't need to do that? It's disgraceful. And then there's people where... And that's the thing. is Then you look at Olivia where Olivia kind of needs that extra money too. Where like... Then How sad is it? Yeah. And how sad is it that Olivia works, her boyfriend works, she could have easily gone on welfare. Oh, she's already talking about the fact that she right? wants to go to school, and she wants to go to school, but she can't fucking afford it. She so can't she's afford it. debating on going back on welfare, because at least welfare will fucking pay for her schooling. And, and this is the problem. Right? And this... she's like, I'm not always going to be on it forever, but at this point, this is the best option I have so that I can go into a... Ret- so I can be a PSW. So when I, I left your father, when I left your father, that is exactly what I was told. Right. You should quit your job as a waitress. 
and go on welfare, your kids' teeth, eyes, all that stuff would be totally covered. Any extracurricular camps, sports, anything the kids want to be in would be covered, and you would be able to go to school, have daycare for the kids, go to school, and and take some course to better your life, to be better than waitress. Mm -hmm. My response was, I have two little girls, and I need to teach them that even though we live with cushions on the floor in the living room for four months because I'm a waitress and can't afford a couch right now, when I do get a couch, you're, you're happy because you've earned that couch. So that's why I didn't. But isn't that isn't that a problem? That that this is a working couple, and so that she can make twenty five dollars later on down the road, right? Because it's a goal in her head, right? So that she can better it. But in order to better herself, she's literally got to go on welfare to make it so that she can pay for certain things that shouldn't fucking cost that. And my aunt Sheila, whose husband died in a fire, she's left alone with six children, didn't have welfare as an option. Yeah. Totally didn't have that welfare. It's, and that's what's wrong with the system right there. That's 100% what's wrong. When you left home and went on student welfare at 16, you were encouraged to do that by your school. No, Are I you was kidding? not. They, they... You keep saying I was encouraged. She thinks I was encouraged. I was not encouraged. They begged me not to. They could just tell that I was a fucking ignorant 16-year-old and they would rather fucking help me find somewhere to live than me fucking say that I was staying on a random couch or something or... They did not once ever go, this is a great idea, Kristen. We're going to help you out. It was, we really think you should go back home, but we know that you don't have the fucking resources, so I'm going to help you. Well, anyways, irritating when welfare calls. Did you kick Kristen out? No, I didn't kick Kristen out. Don't give her any money because she has a fridge full of food here. Okay, yes, but like... No, 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 don't get... tired of that because Don't get angry. No, you see, this is where... This where you getting angry. I'm not talking about you, and it's, I'm talking about a 16 year old girl. Instead of welfare encouraging them, what are the problems at home? Maybe we could send they a counselor. They do do that. May- no, they, just, they didn't. Yes, they, did. they never said to me, "Would you like counseling with Kristen to see if we can work it out so Kristen would stay okay, at they, home?" They don't. Do, they didn't. That's do that to what you, I'm but saying. They do to me, and they do have to go through all the questions and everything. Right, but uh, what I'm saying is, from the mom's end of it. It was basically, well, you kicked her ass out, so now you've got to, you know, pay support or whatever. And I'm like, she didn't get kicked out. She left on her own. She had choices, which weren't hard. And I'm not bashing you. I'm saying that welfare gives it out too freely. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, No, I don't. Because it was not fucking freely. And I don't think a lot of... I think... Maybe now it might be easier, but I know for a goddamn fucking fact when I was 16 trying to get on welfare, it was not fucking easy. And trying to fucking go through all of that bullshit and keep up with all this stuff, it's like, it was the most tedious thing ever. And then having to get a trustee and then getting my check through somebody else because I was young. And on top of that, so you have to go to a totally different person to get your check because it has to go, it's like, it's a lot of fucking shit to do. But then it's like, when you've done it, when you've been taught to do it, and then you've been shown to do it, and, like, your mom did it, and your dad did it, and then you go and do it, it's not that hard. Like, do you know what I mean? When you're fucking, like, when you've never been a part of that situation, you don't know the ins and outs of it. But when you've been fucking living in Oshawa your entire life, and your mom was on welfare, and that mom's mom was on welfare, then you already know exactly what you're doing before you even get out of the fucking house. Well, they encourage it. Some people think it's a career choice. And the, I wasn't, just so we're clear, I wasn't bashing you for, you were 16 years old, Kristen. I made some pretty stupid choices when I was 16. You were 16. What I meant was, is when welfare phoned me, instead of instead of trying to help me get you back home. They don't give a shit, I'm just another number on the page. Right. They made it, they made it they just really like, And they really don't nope. want you on welfare, to be honest. They they want you fucking off. They don't want to be spending money on you when they don't need to. That's why they did that. That's why they sent it to you so you'd bitch at me and fucking whatever. Because they were basically saying, no, like, we don't even need to fucking pay any money. Well, for stupid. Well, that was an awkward conversation. Why? Because I just hate when you 
try to say that welfare encouraged when they didn't encourage. They didn't give a shit. Actually, I was getting frustrated with welfare. Because the whole, where we started off with this was, it's disgusting that welfare makes it easier to be on welfare than to for two people to work. No, you can, but I'm just saying it's not. And like then a, you flipped it to your sort of defending welfare I'm, saying it's not easy. I'm saying you don't just go in the first day say bada boom bada bang this is what I want and this is what I need and they send you a check the next day there's fucking I still have the papers that you have to fill out and sign a million things then you have to fax things over then you gotta fucking it's a million things you gotta do it's not just walk in and sign a piece of paper I know I completely get that the the whole tangent was is they make it an easy option Yes, that's different than being easy, easy to get on. Because half of the people, half of them that you knew when you were 16 that were on student welfare are still on welfare. Well, technically half the people I knew that were on student welfare were just on welfare from their parents. You know what I mean? Getting well, paid, that's what I'm right? saying. Right, and then they hit the age of 18 and then they had to go and fill out their own welfare, which is what I was. my point was, is that going on for me was a lot harder because I didn't fucking... Have, have a, a history. Have a history where his where <laughs> I'm blasted at someone's name. Yeah. Where somebody whose parent had already had them on the fucking thing. Yeah. Literally just had to go in and be like, all right, now it's in my name. Now instead of it going yeah. to my mom's bank account, it's going to my bank account. Yeah. So it's like, yes, it's easier for parent people to do that and use it in that sense because right. why would they change anything when now my right. kid is going to get older and then I'm going to get money from him living here from that. Correct. So gross. Anyways, it's supposed to be a hand up, not a handout. Exactly. Well, and then the people thing. who should be on disability or need disability, like Mrs. Haggart had that back surgery. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't help her. Not your door. Who's that knocking at my door? Who's that knocking at my door? How long have we been on this thing? 51 minutes. 51 minutes. It's far too long. I got far too serious there. I hated that part of it. Uh, you will always hate a part of all of it. Whatever, it was real. It was real, and that's our life as Kristen and Mommy. Ow. Butt heads. fucking talons just poked me. Well, I have to pee. Okay, well then, I was ending this then. And well, we're done because it got really awkward. Stop, it wasn't awkward. It, it did, I frustrated. <laughs> Okay, whatever. What's wrong with your belly? Dog's oh. Who is at the door? Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>